to start, we'll just have you tell us your full name and where we are right now, and whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm Carolyn Obrick Houchen. Um, my full name is Kimberly Anderson Stead. Maurice Powers in Savannah, Georgia. I'm S.R. Banks from Rochester, New York. My name is Dr. Jonathan Vlashuk. So my name is Sharina Zayed, and we are in Slavic Village. Colton Clay, and we're in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. And I'm Adam Scher with the Nomadic Photo Arc, bringing you Portrait of Us, a living, transforming, and growing collection of people's stories from throughout the United States. For more information on the project and the ARC, you can visit nomadicphotoarc.com or find us on social media at Nomadic Photo Arc. It's been a year and a half since we started this project at this point, and with all of the different places we've been to and people we've spoken with, there are a fair amount of stories that haven't been edited and haven't been shared, and this was one of them. We sat down with Casper in Savannah, Georgia in spring of 2022, and We didn't edit the audio until this week when we decided to share it in both this podcast and our newsletter on Substack. It was a really amazing experience to get to sit down and totally revisit and reimmerse myself in this entire interview. And it's a story and portrait that we're really happy to share with people. Okay, but so my name is Casper Nicole Kittle. The Nicole is not something that I mention normally. We are in Savannah, Georgia, but we're at like Barnard and like 35th, 36th and like a cute little Airbnb. We've got some dogs here. They're stellar. So when I was 15, I was diagnosed with diabetes. I had been having symptoms of it for months and months and My mom was terrified of something being wrong with me so much so that I think that she didn't want me to go to the doctor or get diagnosed because she didn't want to believe that there was anything actually wrong. Eventually, I was able to convince my mom to take me to the doctor. And I was like, Mom, I've been on WebMD. I've been on Google. I think I have hyperglycemia. I didn't realize that hyperglycemia was type 1 diabetes. I was just like, this is the term that I think fits. And when we were on my way to my doctor's appointment, we weren't really expecting anything crazy to happen. So my grandfather at the time was in the hospital himself. So we had our car packed, ready to go see him in the hospital. Um, We were just kind of going to my doctor on the way to see my grandfather. But we got to the doctor. It wasn't the one I usually saw. And he was very like strict and to the point and so he did like some of the basic tests he was like what's going on how long have you been feeling like this like how how's the vibe and I was like man the vibe's not great so he took my blood sugar right and he he took the nurses and like they have a blood test blood sugar testing machine at like the pediatric side of like general care primary care doctors um but their reader couldn't read my blood sugar because it was so high. Um, So he comes back into the room and he was like, you have type one diabetes. Your blood sugar is ridiculously high. You're going to the hospital right now. You're going to leave here and you're driving straight to the hospital, Um, which was crazy for me at the time. And it was life altering, obviously, because it's like a chronic illness that I had now. And I wasn't really expecting to like I knew something was wrong with me, but I wasn't really expecting it to be something like that. And it's like 
the kind of thing where I have to take shots like four or five, six, seven times a day, depending on how my blood sugar is doing and if I need to take a correction. Um, and that is something I was terrified of because I hated needles before I was diagnosed. But when I was in the hospital and they were like, this is what you have to do, I was able to kind of like flip a switch in my brain where I was like, okay, well, if I don't do it, I'm dead. So I just do it now. And I think that being able to kind of make the distinction, well, if I don't do it, I'm not going to be able to live is like the way that I'm able to like handle a lot of stuff like that, where it's like, okay, well, this is kind of the only path forward unless I want to cause myself more suffering, right? Um, so it's like, even though it sucks, it sucks a little less than like losing my feet and my legs and stuff from not taking care of it. Um, so fast forward, I've graduated from college. I've like graduated from high school. All of that's done, right? I was 15, I figured out diabetes. Um, recently I've been working here in Savannah while my partner finishes up his MFA. Um, and I was in for my endocrinologist appointment. I have managed to find one in Savannah. So this was like probably a month or so ago, which is kind of this new stage, um, which is like, I guess how the story is like broken up. This is like the new stage in that when I was at my new endocrinologist here in Savannah, um, Dr. DeCastro always monitors your thyroid when you're diabetic, except this time it wasn't, let's, let's feel your neck. Oh, everything's good. It was, let's feel your neck. Oh my God, that's a weird like lump there. So we were able to do just like blood testing and like stuff to make sure my hormone levels were good. And then we also had an ultrasound done and the ultrasound came back a little suspicious. So they're like, okay, well, ultrasound site, let's um, let's biopsy that. And the biopsy was kind of scary for me because it's it's mostly the fact that it's in my neck. And they like took samples from inside this like thing that's grown in me. It came back and it was fine. Like it was like, it's not great. Like there are a couple stages to it. So it's like a one or two is like, don't worry about it. And then there's a three and a four and a five and a six. Five is you, you probably have cancer. Six is you have cancer. And then a three and a four are just like, something's weird, but we don't know what. So I had a four, which was like, there's definitely something suspicious, but we don't know what it is. However, comma, there's genetic testing that they can do when they get those suspicious results. And I um, have an over 95% chance of it being cancerous based on the genetic testing that they were able to do. And this week I'm getting a CT scan so they can make sure it's not spreading. And then next week they are cutting my entire thyroid out of my neck, which again, it's like, I'm very lucky they could have just not found it, which is the case for a lot of people with cancer. They just like don't ever find it until it's too late. So if I didn't have an endocrinologist, would anyone have ever even noticed that there was this weird lump growing? I don't know for sure. Um, but it's the kind of thing where it's like, I'll be out of work for over a week and I won't be able to speak. Swallowing is gonna suck for a minute because like I've got this big scar on my neck. The thing that is, is funny to me is like, I'm kind of most excited about the scar. I think it'll be kind of fun. It's like a tattoo that I'm paying like 
thousands of dollars for because surgery is expensive. Um, I was like, can you make sure it looks cool? And he was like, are you looking for like a Harry Potter lightning bolt? And I was like, no, no, just like a knife fight. You know, like I want to be able to tell people something gnarly happened. Well, <laughs> something more gnarly than... It's interesting. Um, the person that we just interviewed, yet, can you guys not? <laughs> the person that we interviewed yesterday, um, she just went through the same thing mm -hmm. and she's yeah, like, like a year, year yeah a year and a half ago she so she has a big scar and she and she was like a model and like had to deal with all this like you know she's yeah. like i fucking love my scar yeah she was saying how she'll walk down the street sometimes and like people will see it and they're like oh thyroid and she's like yeah and, like, yeah they, yeah so like it's like know, a bonding like a experience just, you know she didn't realize that it didn't have to change her identity as much as she thought it might have when she went right there. so it's it's yeah that's wild that you guys are in the same thing how old are you i'm 24 yeah yeah she was 26 you hear i have cancer and you think that it's going to be like disastrous because a lot of the people that i knew that had cancer died from their cancer but it's also interesting because i think that we have like such like a uh, thing around the term cancer that like even when the cancer is like it sucks but it's fine it still sounds like it's going to be the death of you because a lot of people have like, had that experience with cancer so it's it's weird to just be like this is a new medical thing and it's just going to be like another like autoimmune type thing where i'll just have another like weird little thing that I do every day another part of like my dumb routine of taking a ton of shots and checking my blood sugar all the time and um it's just interesting because we do live especially I think for women in like a really visual culture um and especially in my job that I work at right now it's like a very bougie school that I work for so aesthetics mean a lot especially in admissions where you're supposed to be like representing what the school is like and i do I think I guess it maybe in a similar way to like the model might have felt like I feel like it's going to be something that people will notice about me it's interesting the parts of yourself that you get to choose to display and the parts of yourself that other people just see kind of regardless of whether you want them to or not it's probably something I would prefer to keep private if I could but it's also like the kind of thing that's just like well that's just what it is that was Casper who we spoke with in spring of 2022 in Savannah Georgia to read more about her and find out about her connection with another person that we interviewed in Savannah, make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter at portraitofus.substack.com. As always, you can find out more information about the ARC and our project at nomadicphotoarc.com or find us on social media at nomadicphotoarc. If you enjoyed today's story and are enjoying the Portrait of Us podcast and our newsletter, please consider sharing it. You can put it up on social media. You can email it to your friends. Anything helps us get the word out and helps us grow this podcast.